Oh man, it's bread week. I'm so excited. It's bread week. It's my thing. It is your thing. Should we talk about that right from the get go? Heck no. You know what we have to do in the beginning. Oh, okay. Lay it on me. All right. We're not doing Soggy Bottoms anymore. We're changing our name Mm -hmm. and we're changing it to Don't Mess with Paul Hollywood. (laughs) I actually would totally approve of that change. Some some runners up. I need you to need me. Very good. And my dough has proved to be a mild failure. Oh gosh. <laughs> that kind of ran out of steam at the end. I like the beginning. You know, they say brevity is the soul of wit, but <laughs> Do you mean bread vitty? Carissa, this is bread week. This is my favorite week. This is the week that I look forward to the most every season. It is the thing that I actually do in the kitchen. So I feel not not like I have any expertise, but I definitely feel more mm, like empathy for the characters yeah, and relate. I feel more interested in what they're making. And it's I always look forward to bread week and I often uh, not I usually don't actually make anything from Bread Week, but I do write things down aspirationally, and I consider making them. I mean, hey, you got to start somewhere. That's right. There I'm might be one that excited. I will. Go ahead. There might be one I'm going to give a try, and we'll get into it when we come across it. But excellent. How do you feel about Bread Week? I feel great about Bread Week. I'm very excited to hear your thoughts on Bread Week. In fact, mm, I think this was a I... very satisfying episode. Ah, oh, was it? Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> I, I think this was a, uh, a a two hills and a valley episode. Mm. So. But there, because I had a thought during the middle, and we'll get into that. But okay. let's open up with the starter, which was chocolate bread. Mm-hmm. Do you like chocolate bread? I do. And I, of course, have very warm memories associated with Bobka. So I was glad to mm. see a couple people make that. There was some controversy about what is or isn't a babka, was. and I was kind of siding with the the people who are baking it. I think it was what Benny. I wrote it down. Benny and ooh, one other person. Was it Rav? It was Rav. You're right. Mm, good stuff. Which one's your favorite babka? Oh, the chocolate one. The chocolate one's your yeah, favorite. Yeah, that's no contest. That is definitely the best one. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? Have you ever had it with butter? No. Trying to decide if that would be overkill. Do you think that would improve it? I think it might be too much. It's so I rich just, already. I know, but butter and sweet things in my mind just go so well together. Butter on the cinnamon raisin one I think could be great. Butter mm-hmm. on the chocolate one might be a bit much. Mm. Hmm. Well, the challenge was, was I liked this first challenge because it was very open-ended. It was mm-hmm. just make chocolate bread. There was nothing else. It was like make chocolate bread. There's no weird rules. Yes. Just make bread and there should be chocolate in it. Now, were you to do this? Yes. Would you would you go down the chocolatey dough route as well or would you do a more uh, sweet dough with chocolate bits in it? I think the latter. I think that's more fun is mm-hmm. to have the contrast in the little the little bits. I really liked what Kate did. She didn't quite pull it off, but I really liked the she had like the two different types of dough and then different mm-hmm. types of chocolate in the middle of the little dough balls that all yes. came together thought that would Kate. that seemed really fun yeah she called it the cobbled loaf she did 
and had two flowers and I wrote down a little note here that it was very neat and tidy and I think it looked, <laughs> looked it looked great. It really did. It did. It was a shame it was just a little bit underbaked. Mm, yes, yes, yes. I think that could have actually if she had pulled that off, I think she probably would have won Star Baker. I think so too. Um I think this was this this tanked her from the beginning. It did, but I was glad to see her do well this episode cuz I, you know, I've always had a a soft spot for Kate, so I'm glad she's holding her own. Kate is definitely warming. Warm. I'm warming up to Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's slowly winning me over with her her charm. She's so cute. She is very cute. <laughs> no doubt about that. All right, so let's run through a couple of people. Candice, she made a brioche bread, and she had a lot of trouble getting it out of the tin. She did. Everyone was so helpful and kind. Mm-hmm. And she was last week's star baker, and she was off to a bad start. Yeah. I think she got mm. overambitious again. She's got to, she needs to learn how to rein it in a little bit. Yeah. She was like kind of like getting a little teary. And yeah. then Paul, kind of after the judging, swooped in and gave her a little, uh, a little advice. Yeah. An encouraging yeah. word from Paul Hollywood. I know. Uncommon. Yeah. He's like, chin up, girl. You got this. Just, yeah. You just need to adjust a little bit. Don't bite off more than you can chew, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Rav, he made this like chalk cardamom hazelnut babka. Looked all right. Yeah. Well, I was glad he did. He did well. I've been waiting for him to, you know, kind of shine. I'm worried about Rav's long-term potential. Oh, though. he's not. No, he's not going to be around long. But I'm glad he yeah. had at least one bake that he was yeah. proud of. Yeah. No doubt. No, yeah, I feel like he has trouble kind of like being consistently good. Yes. Um, and by episode three, you kind of like n- all the rust has to be shaken off and you need to be like a sharp piece of steel and baking like a mad man or woman. <laughs> it's a powerful metaphor. That's right. Yes. I am a smith of words over here. <laughs> Any other right. thoughts you had on the first one? Um. I didn't really have any strong feelings about the first one. I thought it was a great uh, opening challenge. I liked how open-ended it was. Mm -hmm. I think there was a good spread amongst the bakers about the quality of their bakes. That's correct. Um, I think bread is one of those things that you don't really need to fuss with it too much for it to be a good challenge. You mean like an appropriately difficult challenge? Yeah. Like it's, it's hard by itself? Yeah. Yeah, just by default, like... Just making a good bread is a little bit tricky, and I don't think it needs a lot of messing with. And the chocolate one is, I think, is a perfect example of that. People yep. kind of um, dug their own graves in certain ways by they did. doing too complicated things, like Candace, for example. Mm-hmm. And you got to kind of be a little, uh, a little conservative. And Andrew, I think, pulled that off. He did like this kind of like very basic, and they kind of made a point of it that he didn't knock yeah. it back. I did not think he was going to succeed, but he did. Yeah, there was some good tension there because they were like, oh, you're not going to you're not going to knock it down. What are you doing? (laughs) He pulled it off. And then at the judging, he pulled it off. He pulled it off. It was awesome. Amazing. This is the week where I'm most aware of the time limits. Yes. Because like with cakes and stuff, like two and a half hours sounds like so much time. Mm -hmm. But with bake, with uh, bread rather. It needs so much time, and they didn't have very long for this first one. No, they they were very short on time, um, and having like lots of things like in your dough does slow down proving. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yes, I wanted to ask you this. Number one, what's proving? And number two, what does a proving drawer do? Um, and what does one do if one does not have a proving drawer? You just do what I do. So uh, three num- questions. <laughs> number, <laughs> number one proving is just literally letting the yeast eat um, the bread dough and regurgitate carbon dioxide. Okay. So it's like so when people are like, "Oh, we're gonna let it double in size." All that means is the yeast is gonna eat, and as it uh, regurgitates, as like as it expels carbon dioxide, it creates tiny little bubbles, and as a result of that, the uh, the the dough grows. But it also like changes like how the excellent how the dough like bakes and stuff. So when Mary says something has a close texture, it hasn't proved enough maybe um i think more of that she means like it's a dense dough yeah um and that could be related to proving it could also be you didn't like need it enough there's Ah. or you didn't have enough water in your there's like it could be a number of reasons got it and then the proving drawer is a little bit like of a it's like a warm drawer um the yeast grow and consume dough faster when it's warmer. Um, so why do they do that and not just put it in the oven at a low temperature? I guess I don't know if low, ovens go low enough. Oh, I'm not okay. sure though. But you, if you don't have a proving drawer, you can just do what I do and just prove all of your dough at room temperature for longer. Um, gotcha. I usually oh, so it speeds up the process, right? Yeah, okay, it just understood. it just speeds it up. I let my dough prove almost always a minimum of three hours. Wow, okay. Yeah, so usually I'll let it prove for like an hour and a half, two hours, knock it down, and then it'll have a second prove. The second prove doesn't need to be as long, but I just, I let it ride because it tastes better (laughs) and because I'm not in a hurry. Good. All right, now I feel more educated about proving. Thank you. Proving, yes. And there's stuff I I don't know. Yes, underproved. (laughs) Overproved, underproved, overworked, underworked. Mm -hmm. These are the pitfalls. They are the pitfalls of the bread. I don't really know what they all exactly mean, but I just <laughs> I just know how I like my bread to taste, and I try to make it like that. <laughs> hey, what more can you ask for? All right, I have so many opinions about this next topic. Tell me all of them. Okay, all right. This is the technical. Mm-hmm. Oh, real quick. Um, I did have a note. Uh, oh, no, no, we already covered that. I wrote down that bread, there's a time tension because you have to wait for your bread to prove yes and decide like when to take it out and put it in the oven and start to bake it mm-hmm. and we we already covered that so excellent no big deal damp noodle steamed dumplings dumplings number one i've never made dumplings <laughs> that looks crazy i have no intention or desire to ever make dumplings like that <laughs> it, it had never occurred to me to think of dumplings as a type of bread like yeah. of course they are, and you can right. like, sometimes they're even called a so and so bun, but it just mm-hmm. it literally those don't map together in my mind. Right, right. Like I don't know if I would think it would be okay for them to do like a pasta week. Ooh, yeah, no. Like it is dough, <laughs> but then it's you're not baking it. No, and ah. Uh, debatable whether this was baked yeah that's this is my okay this is my beef is Mm. i don't think that this was a very good challenge no i don't think that making steamed dumplings really like demonstrated in any like strong way that you are a good or not good 
Baker. I agree. I agree. It was interesting and, and a little torturous for them, but I don't think that it uh, is a good test of your bread skill. Yeah, it's good television, but it's like, I don't know if it's a good test of skill. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like that applies to all of the technicals? See, uh, no, not always. Not always. Mm-hmm. I, I've never totally understood the technicals, and I talked about this a little bit. I think the first one. Yeah, we t- we touched on this. Um, but I do think like there's a certain amount of instinct and like general know-how involved that I do think mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, and to see people kind of do it off the cuff like that, but I, I mm-hmm. do think it's unfair that they ask. They're looking for such specific things without telling them that that's mm-hmm. what they're looking for. Right. Like it's like to me, it's almost like okay. This week's challenge was judged on the signature and the showstopper. And oh, by the way, we also did a kind of like masochistic slash sadistic (laughs) technical challenge in the middle just for good TV. Yeah, it definitely does feel that way a little bit. And it feels unfair to me when someone like I guess the technical makes sense as almost like a tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. But. If that's the main thing where someone, like if someone does great in the signature and then sucks in the technical, I still feel like they're coming in to the showstopper in a relatively strong position. I think it's unfair mm-hmm. if, if those average out equally. Yeah. Yeah, they should be weighted differently. Yes. That makes sense. What do you think, like in the spirit of the technical, like what is a good technical then? Like what would be a good bread technical? I don't think I know enough about baking bread to answer that. I, uh, okay, I when I was I watched this when I watched this yesterday. This is what I was thinking because the whole time I was watching this steam dumpling thing, I was just like, "This feels unfair. This feels kind of wrong." Yeah, and I think actually the whole recipe thing is maybe the problem, and I think maybe the technical needs to be just like so in the signature and the showstopper. Everybody makes like their amazing thing, mm-hmm. and so what I think would be a slightly better technical challenge is you need to make the canonical thing so like the technical for bread week could just be like look go oh, make make me a make me a baguette that's it right there's no rest there's no recipe there's no like weirdness it's like just make me a baguette like you should know how to make a baguette i agree you should have some sort of prior knowledge that you bring into the tent but it shouldn't be something crazy like it should be like yeah. look Today you're going to make a ciabatta. Like you should know how to make a ciabatta. Like today you're going to make a baguette. You should know how to make a baguette. Like that I think f- the problem with that is that people would end up too close. Mm. Like everyone everyone would probably do reasonably good. One or two people there would be problems and one or two people would do great. I think to make it good TV it has to be a little crazy. Are you ready? I'm very ready. Yes. Oh, I was so excited when they announced the showstopper because this is right up my alley of things that I want to bake. Aha. So you might be seeing Insta posts of these things sometime in the future. Excellent. I want detailed reports. This was savory plaited centerpieces. Mm-hmm. So this is completely right up my alley because it's not a sweet bread. And right. you can put like interesting, savory, meaty ingredients in it, and that's like perfect for me. So 
I was very excited to see this. I'm not so interested in plaiting things or, as we would say it, braiding things. Yes. Um, I was curious. uh, Do you know how to braid? I don't. You know, I did when I was younger. Um, I remember, I think, in like summer camp, some girls taught me to braid. Mm -hmm. And I have subsequently forgotten how to do it. Yeah. It's a good skill to have. Chris Pratt did it uh, on an interview once. It was adorable. Yeah, I have uh, two older sisters, and they Mm. withheld the secrets of braiding from me for a time. What? (laughs) What is this, forbidden fruit? What is going on They wouldn't teach me. And so I tried to figure it out myself and just made terrible knots. Oh, no. That's so (laughs) cruel. But then finally, a rite of passage. And now I can both braid and French braid. I cannot Whoa. fishtail. What? Ironically but enough. All right. Do you think you could pull off braiding uh, bread dough? I think I could do it the classic three sta- strand, but watching people with mm-hmm. more than that, I was getting lost. I would need a, a diagram. Yeah. That, yeah, it always looks really confusing to me. And I'm like, whatever Kate did, I think her experience with the Girl Scouts or the Brownies really paid off with her. Oh man, <laughs> intricate Kate, braiding. Her, yeah, her insanely intricate corn maiden blew me away. It was beautiful. I was, when I saw that thing, I completely had forgotten she had raw dough in the beginning or whatever. And yep. <laughs> I was like, you need to win. That was awesome. Yeah. That was the best one. Definitely was. And the judges were talking about Star Baker, and her name wasn't even mentioned. And I was like, "What's going on, Kate? Clearly, it was had this amazing thing. It looked good. It tasted good. What are you doing?" And then I remembered, she had a bad uh, signature, but Ugh, she made that cool corn shame. maiden. Um, I put a star next to what Jane made. She made this kind of chorizo um, with chilies in it. And that sounded so good. I'm thinking about making that. And that might be the thing that I make next. A little spicy. I'm very very intrigued by that. And I'll uh, I'll let you know all about it. Good. Well, this might be a good time. I'm curious. How long have you been making bread? And Um, is it it accurate that this show was the inspiration for that? 100% accurate. I had never baked Mm -hmm. before. Um I was once afraid to turn on my oven. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> that's a separate story. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the, um, yeah, so uh, come to think of it, I think we're about on the year mark, maybe, maybe nine months. Wow. I'm not sure. Mm. It was earlier. No, it was earlier this year. So maybe six to nine months of, of baking. So obviously I'm a total professional now. Um, yeah, that's all the time you need to become a master baker, right? Yeah, I mean you could be on the show at this point. <laughs> oh gosh, no, Paul I would hit, shake your hand. <laughs> if I could survive to bread week, I would do it. Because I was like, <laughs> listen, guys, I'm not good at baking other things. I'm just here to survive to bread week and try to do well, and then after that, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I will dive on a sword and protect one of my fellow competitors <laughs> in the next episode <laughs> it's like oh you had a bad bake don't worry <laughs> I'm, here, I'm i'm the sacrificial lamb today on uh on cake week or on yeah you'll just make a bread no matter what <laughs> the prompt is yeah uh, chris we asked you to make a carrot cake with a twist <laughs> 
And <laughs> once again, you presented a wheat loaf. <laughs> yeah, but I really like wheat loaves. <laughs> you understand this is a competition, right? You understand I like bread, right? <laughs> It'd be great. Did any Perfect. Of, this is a flawless plan. I like it. I like it. Did any of the uh, savory stand out to you? Um, trying to remember. People did a lot of interesting things with pesto. That intrigued me. Yeah, Rav had some pesto. I think Benny did mm-hmm. too. Yeah, she did. I didn't. I. I didn't really write down many of the flavors actually. Um. Th- yeah. They. It's. It's hard to get them all. Um. Uh, Mike did kind of a cypress one with like hummus and olives and stuff. Although he got theoretically, that could have been great. Yeah, he got grilled for that because there was like no, there was no olive flavor. Oh no, no, no. yeah, uh, was that him or did Candace get grilled for the olive flavor? Honestly, everyone yeah. had pretty solid bakes for the showstopper. I think there were some, there were some like m- middle of the road ones, but nobody did a terrible job. Um, that's true nobody bombed i think the lowest one was val with the slightly raw noah's ark (laughs) (laughs) she's explaining to paul what noah's ark is it's a hymn there's a boat with two two by two animals don't you know that (laughs) no she was she totally bailed on the idea of two by two she had one elephant two giraffes and one dove (laughs) they're like like, val it's two by two she's like there's animals that's all you need (laughs) i think she said like the elephants had an argument, yeah. and one of the doves well, the, was like running the an dove, errand. Yeah, the, 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 dove fl- <laughs> the dove flew off to find land, Carissa. I remember. That's true. I remember That's the true. story. That is biblically accurate. <laughs> he had to go. So Selassie just made three things and chucked them next to each other. Oh, and Paul totally called him on that BS story he came up with. <laughs> yeah, this is about a story where I was eating in a Bedouin tent under a tree with some friends. It's like, mm, were you? Were you? <laughs> that was that was last week where you make the separate components. And yeah, <laughs> put them near each other. <laughs> it's like that bread guy all over again. He doesn't. He just sticks with one thing. <laughs> And then, uh, okay, I have to point it out because you know I love innuendo. There was some Tom was Tom was led. He was led to a trap. <laughs> he was led to a trap, and he he has the eye of the hunter. He is a wily man, and he did not he fall for that trap. He didn't. That's T. That's T for Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I related to him so much, and he was like, "We're not doing that. My mom might watch this." T for Thor. <laughs> That's a manly that's a manly bake you've got there. Yes it is. <laughs> oh, Kate had one early on too. Something about pinching bottoms. Oh yeah, you always you always want uh you always want to pinch the ball the bottoms of your balls when you're yes, yes. stuffing uh stuffing them full of with goodies. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so good. Oh, this show is a gold mine. It's a gold mine. It, it really is. So suffice oh, it to say, I really enjoyed this whole week. Um, I love the bread weeks. They're my favorite. Um, I pay attention to the bread-related master classes the most um, because mm. they're the ones I actually will probably try to replicate at some point. And uh, overall, I was happy other than the questionable steamed dumplings. Yes. How did you feel about the star and the... And who got kicked off? Star was Tom. Um, I actually didn't quite... Uh, all right. 
All right. I don't know. I don't know if Tom earned it. He didn't blow me away with anything. I don't know either. Yeah, his flavors must have been really fantastic. Because mm-hmm. visually, like, it was good, but it wasn't amazing. Yeah, his his feedback was that it was uh, good flavors and good bread. Mm-hmm. And let's see, what did he make for the... Uh... Oh, he made orange chocolate bread, and it was given a good rating as well. And he mm-hmm. was fourth right. in the, he was fourth in the uh, technical, so... I don't know. I kind of feel like Kate should have won it. Yeah, he was slightly above average for all of them. Um, yes. And I think that's why he got it. He was He's just... done better overall than I expected. Yeah. He, when he had that those first few like terrible flavor problems, yeah. I thought he was going to be out early, but he's doing well. Yeah, I think that's just a matter of him like maybe needing to practice more at home and like being honest with his flavors when he tries them himself, and it seems to be paying off. Yeah, yeah, he's so. receiving the feedback and and using it. So to his credit. Yeah. So he. So if if uh, if the uh, if the prophecy for holds, then he will be in the finals. That's true. That's true. Yes. Because statistically, the winner of Bread Week, apparently, according to Paul Hollywood, is always in the final. And kicked out. Oh. Was Michael. Michael. I think. The judges could have maybe made a t- made for TV call and kicked out Val. Yeah, but mm, either one would have been fine. And yeah, I, it's it's sad to see him go, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, they both. He's been pretty middle of the road the whole time. Mm-hmm. Very very sweet personality, but honestly, his most memorable thing for me was the Santa hellscape, which is not a great. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? (laughs) How could that not be a good thing? (laughs) Yeah, but Val's hanging on by the skin of her teeth. Oh, she totally is. She totally is. Yeah. Well, I have, I have uh, one more. I want to know about your favorite bread you've ever made. My favorite bread I've ever made. You know, I'm going to be honest. I don't get too fancy with the breads I make. I almost always That's make true. a whole wheat loaf with a little bit of almond flour mixed in just to kind of mm-hmm. give it a little pop with the flavor. And that's kind of my go-to loaf. Um, but It's a good solid loaf. See, one time I I did make a half-decent ciabatta. Um, really? It's just a ciabatta. Yeah, ciabattas are tricky to make because they're so wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they make a huge like mess on the bench if you're like, you don't keep it really oiled. And even if you do keep it oiled, the bench is really oily. So there actually is like a lot of like, <laughs> is that how that work works involved? <laughs> so, so for, for laziness reasons, I don't often make ciabattas, mm-hmm. but, uh, they probably, once they do come out, if it does turn out well, and it doesn't always, but. When the ciabatta does turn out well and I'm willing to like deal with the mess of making one, I probably like that one the best. Oh, they're so good. They are so good with olive oil. Oh, so nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It feels, it's like a civilized bread. <laughs> it is. It's, it's very dignified. <laughs> it is very dignified. And you get to like poke little holes in it with your fingertips when you put it on the sheet. That's great. <laughs> it's, it's Fantastic. got a nice little element. Like if you had kids running around, you'd be like, all right, come poke holes in my ciabatta. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of uh, licking the spoon when you're making a cake. Yeah. Yeah. But I would never let my kids do that. 
That's a whole different conversation. Because I want to put the holes in the ciabatta. <laughs> I made the bread. I get to do it. <laughs> you make your own bread. <laughs> Chris, stealing joy from small children. <laughs> That's right. There's a finite amount of joy, and I want the most of it. <laughs> now you're just you're just going to be a bread-related supervillain in some future movie. Yes. This has gone off Absolutely. the rails. <laughs> it has. You need to end the... Chris, it's only in your power to end the show. That's true. That's true. Okay. So, end of bread week. Three, two, one, play us out. What? what? Hold on. What? What was I supposed may to do? May your bottoms be... Oh, may your bottoms stay dry, dear listeners. There we go. <laughs> All right. Now, now I'll play us out. <laughs> this is a disaster. Don't mess with Paul Hollywood. Don't mess with Paul Hollywood. Get it? Dough like bread. Bread dough. <laughs>